0: Cousin Mark?
1: Yes, is this Cousin Allie?
0: It is! Welcome to your podcast.
1: Thank you so much. What is what is it called again?
0: Um, It's called Space Trash.
1: That is a great name.
0: I've heard this from people. I think the people like the name.
1: The, if the people like it, then who are we to stop them? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's what I say. I mean...
1: I say we stick with it.
0: I think it's a keeper. I think it's a keeper. In in some ways, unlike space trash, is like the stuff you throw away.
1: Oh, right. So, so we keep the space trash in our in our hearts and in our hearts.
0: <laughs> in the vast chasms that are our hearts. All for you. I feel like, I don't know how you're feeling, but I'm just going to jump in there and say that my feeling in December 2020 is just like, I'm tired and I'm done and I just want to relax and not think about anything for a month.
1: Amen to that. Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay, so we're starting off on the same page.
1: Yes, I'm... You know, this year has been wild, to say the least. Um, yeah. But I think I think I'm ready to be done with it. I know I say that at the end of every year, and it feels like they're just getting worse.
0: <laughs> Do you really feel that way at the end of like every year? Oh, um, like you're just re- you're done. You're ready to be done. Because I think I think I hadn't thought about it, but hearing you say that. I'm I'm good with the letting go.
1: Yeah. I think it's good to look back and think this is what I got through this year.
2: <laughs>
1: and I and I don't want to I'm I'm done with that. I don't want to do it again.
0: Yeah, I definitely feel that right now. I think this is the first maybe the only year that i felt like literally my head like i can't take thinking anymore i can't take it i i feel like, <laughs> like I, I don't know if that makes any sense but like maybe it's because I, we're I, like creative people and artistic people and so we're always kind of paying attention and i just want to stop paying attention
1: right i i think we should just take 2021
2: off
0: <laughs> yes. Say. Oh my god. Wouldn't that be amazing? If it was just like, you know what, everybody take the year. Where's where's Andrew Yang? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> just just chill. You know. We're gonna pause coronavirus for the time being.
0: <laughs> I feel like Joe Biden maybe, maybe he can help the cause.
1: Well, let's hope so, because Lord knows the current administration isn't isn't doing too much about it,
0: dude, it gets really like freaky scarier by the second, even when you think it can't get more freaky or scary or sadistic or weird. It's just like now it's just like, okay, wh- what
1: now we. We just have to see if we're gonna make it until January.
0: Yeah, fifty eight days never seems so long. <laughs> For it's true. There's someone on Twitter who like every day just tweets like how many days until Biden is inaugurated.
1: Oh my god bless him.
0: I'm like that's really the only I just hop on Twitter check that tweet and then I log off. <laughs> 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 that's all I
2: need to know.
0: Well, because the Twitter, like, there's just the everybody wants to dig into like, what this means. And the the most shocking thing that just happened five seconds ago. And I'm, I'm literally, I think I'm literally numb at this point. I'm just numb. And I don't want to know
1: it. I could find out he literally did anything. And I'd be <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised be like, Donald Trump declares war with Switzerland. Of course he did.
0: <laughs> Switzerland's like, wait, what?
1: They we, they had it coming. For some reason, I'm sure.
0: With your stupid chocolates and your watches, damn it. <laughs> We've had it.
1: Allie, you don't want to alienate our Swiss audience.
0: Oh, God. Oh God. I Sorry.
2: really
0: <laughs> We should Mark, we should disclose that Recola is a sponsor. <laughs> a sponsor of Space Trash Podcast. Uh-oh. Full disclosure.
1: Yes, please sponsor us,
2: Recola.
0: <laughs> I was wondering, like, are we If we follow the mask, which everyone should be following, the mask, wear the mask, wash the hands, distance, stay at home, does that mean knock on wood? Like, we're not going to get the common cold? We're not going to get the flu?
1: I hope so. I was even thinking that. Like, after this is all said and done, should we just, like, keep masks a thing?
0: (gasps) I'm for it. I'm totally fine with that.
1: Like, I'm not gonna lie. I don't hate, like, having, like, oh, I can coordinate this with my outfit now. It's fun.
0: <gasps> wow, I'm so impressed.
1: I like the mask. I am pro-mask.
0: That is really impressive. I found one mask that got so many compliments and it's so comfortable that Ooh. I bought... Seven of them, and I wear one each day, and then on Sundays I wash them all.
1: There you go, as you should.
0: <laughs> so I'm full. I'm like John, my husband. John already teases me because I'm like who's um, Steve Jobs. I think it was who just wore like the black turtleneck every day. <laughs> oh yeah, that's me. Like well, just so the same. What?
1: Okay, so they're, like, the same pattern? and
0: Yeah, it's a really pretty pattern, and I bought seven of them, and then I was like, oh, but do I need to tell people that there's seven of them? Because maybe they <laughs> I think do. I wear the same mask, and then it's a whole other problem.
1: Yeah, when I see that, when I see people wearing the same masks, I'm like, what are you?
0: You're like, ew. Ew.
1: Like that's that's not clean. I read somewhere that like masks are like underwear. Wear them once and then wash them.
0: I do that, but now people aren't going to know that unless they listen to Space Trash.
1: If anyone asks, just hand them our business card.
0: Can you please tell them, Mark, if anyone approaches you, give
1: them <laughs> you my phone. Be phone.
0: approached by a fan. <laughs> as i
1: am very often
0: screaming fan (laughs) please set them straight it's very embarrassing i don't i i didn't think it all the way through obviously i was thinking of myself and not my appearance like what other people Mm. might think which in some ways is good we shouldn't worry what other people think of us
1: right but like people do want to check in make sure you're doing okay and that's very kind of them. They they have sweetness in their hearts, but she mm-hmm. has more than one mask, people.
0: <laughs>
1: set the record straight here it's on her podcast, Open to the World.
0: It's a really pretty mask. I'll post a picture on Instagram. <laughs> it's very Please pretty. <laughs> the, the nurses that take my temperature every day when I go to the office, they really... In fact, in hindsight, they did compliment it the first couple days, and now they haven't said anything.
1: You should ask them why they're not complimenting it anymore.
0: Don't you like this mask anymore?
1: This I bought nine mask. of them. <laughs> I assume I just, you've already ordered two more by tomorrow.
0: I just, it didn't occur to me, to be honest. I can't be bothered. This is what happens. To your brain on 2020 by mm-hmm. the end of it you're just like buying seven black turtlenecks and seven of the same mask and i'm not thinking i'm not even thinking about what i'm wearing i'm not thinking about the salon i'm not thinking oh. about any anyway. i
1: i try to coordinate i mean at my job i wear a t-shirt and the same pair of jeans that i know i can get dirty but I like I do like to be like all right which which mask fits this ensemble It's like a nice little
0: It's so number. nice. Where do you get your masks from?
1: Um I got a few from Old Navy. Mm. I think they were selling a 5 pack. So Ooh.
0: Oh. That- a variety pack.
1: Yes. So, uh, the theme was like blue and like navy blue and gray. So basically, the same colors as I wear normally.
0: Mm-hmm. So that worked out. The Benjamin okay. Moore Junior Collection.
1: Yes, precisely. And then I got a few from Target. Target. Oh. Yes. Um and then my roommate was making them.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's impressive.
1: So I do have a I do have a few custom masks.
0: Wow. I am completely intimidated.
1: Oh yeah. You gotta up your mask game, Allie. Um
0: I do. Otherwise you'll be looking for a new co host. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Allie, I could never replace you.
0: Thanks. I do need reassuring. (laughs) (laughs) I do hear these things. We all need a little extra love right now.
1: Yes, definitely. Also, you have the account information. (laughs) Speaking of... (laughs)
0: And I'm not giving it up. I'm not sharing it.
1: Speaking of...
0: (laughs) Speaking of hacking into my account on Anchor... (laughs) Um... Speaking of love, I heard I wanted to ask you how your Thanksgiving was, and uh, I also heard that your pie was a huge hit.
2: It
1: it was a hit. I and, like. There's no denying that it tasted good. Did it look yeah. the best? That's beauty is in the eye of the beholder.
0: I thought it looked really cute. It had a little smiley face in the middle.
1: It did. That was my roommate's doing. So I give him. Uh,
0: you guys are just a bunch of love bugs.
1: we That's what we call <laughs> ourselves.
0: <laughs> but so I was very excited for you. I heard it was absolutely delicious. But mm-hmm. my husband had a few technical questions that I didn't to think of, so I have three questions for you. Okay. If you are are willing to divulge.
1: This isn't like a Sphinx thing where I have to solve three riddles.
0: And then I give you the account information.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Okay, bring on what are are your pie-baking questions from the master chef over here.
0: Yeah, this is like really... Uh, he was really serious when he asked these questions. Like, I was like, oh, Mark's pie was really good, I heard. And he's like, uh huh So, <laughs> question number one. He's like, write this down. What kind of apples did you use?
1: Oh, very good question, John. Um, so, I had bought a bag of Red Delicious. mm mm-hmm. And then... I didn't have quite enough of them, so I did borrow some Honeycrisp apples from my roommate. Mm-hmm. So it is a blend. I've heard, okay. um, I've heard that the Granny Smith apples are the way to go for it, but okay. I ignored that advice, and it worked out for me. So, people out there listening. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I just hope Granny Smith is not one of our sponsors. <laughs> I gotta yes. check the list.
1: I don't wanna piss off Granny. I'm I'm very sorry I didn't follow your recipe. You granny, granny Smith. <laughs>
2: I don't remember <laughs> having the a granny
0: Smith. <laughs> so we got Red Delicious, we've got Honey Crisp. Now, second question. Mm-hmm. How did you soften the apples? Like apparently I didn't know this. Do they have to be a certain softness?
1: Oh, very good question. I do not know. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: okay. okay. So, what so I, you weren't terribly concerned.
1: Here's here's what I did. Here's what I did. I cut up the apples. There's brown sugar. Granulated sugar, um, lemon juice, lemon zest. Oh my god! Spices, cinnamon, nutmeg, and ground cloves.
0: Cloves. Okay, that was my third question. Our third question was what spices were in there.
1: There you go. This was. This was a family recipe that i found on the internet
0: someone's family right. and that's ours
1: that's now it's,
0: our, it's, ours.
1: it's it's our family recipe now but yeah it was easier than anticipated just because i think it was hyped up a lot for me <laughs> what i i bake i did the crust as well
0: I remember, because when we talked, you were doing your, like your, what what would you call it, like the um, dry run.
1: Yes. Um,
0: but I mean, at that time, you did not know how it was going to turn out.
1: Did not, but then it turned out very well. So we did it again, Thanksgiving Day. Also turned out very well.
0: That's impressive, too, because sometimes you make the first one and you get lucky, like beginner's luck. Mm-hmm. And then the second time, it's a flop. So you did really good.
1: I did, apparently.
0: Well, now we know your thing for next year. I mean, next year, we're not even, like, what are we even going to ask? <laughs> what are we
2: even going to ask? We're going to forget them? how to do Thanksgiving. <laughs>
0: But, like, when we see each other for the first time, we're all gonna, like, break down wailing and crying.
1: Yes,
2: agreed.
0: It's gonna be like, I don't even know how to deal with the amount of joy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
1: You're making me cry. Just think about it.
0: I know. I'm gonna cry. Like, now, truth be told, I will say this. We had just my son just frank so it was the three of us Mm -hmm. and there was something to be said for like pajamas all day not running around like just literally woke up watched movies had mimosas you know what i mean just ate and Mm. drank and relaxed and had a fire in the fireplace it was very very nice Yeah. To do that, I did enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I think that I feel like we should dedicate a holiday a year to that now. Like Mm. one of the, maybe one of the lesser holidays. (laughs) The
0: B B side holidays?
1: Yeah, like Flag Day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, flag that day for doing nothing.
1: Right. Make it more of a an at home holiday. I like I like that. At home holiday. Hashtag it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that Friday, I mean, I guess it's called Black Friday. Mm. Like I feel like next year I'm gonna want to do it and we can do it the Friday after Thanksgiving. Like the leftover day.
2: That's true.
1: That is a good point. And I feel like the day after Christmas, Boxing Day, as people in Canada (laughs) call it, that's another, it's another pajama day.
0: Box, like boxers.
1: (laughs) I don't know why it's called Boxing Day.
0: I don't either. We should look into that.
1: We should. should If any listeners at home know, you can... You can send it to either of our Instagram inboxes. We don't have an email set up yet.
0: We we do. I'm just not giving you the account information.
1: Yes. Oh, oh.
0: No. (laughs) We can get you would believe some of the emails.
1: Oh, do we Do we have any frequently asked questions yet? Or
0: are we Most of them have come in about your Pie making skills, but I can only imagine the influx of questions coming after your mask revelation of how you match the mask with your outfit.
1: <laughs> I should do a mask of the day.
0: Pope. Oh my gosh. You're just keeping this podcast afloat with your fashion tips and your. It's like the life, it's like the <laughs> Mark <laughs> lifestyle blog. <laughs>
1: Are you saying I should spin off, or, no, or is that our Patreon we'll exclusive?
0: Where from. <laughs> Don't forget your roots, Mark. I won't. I know you won't. I I'll know be... you won't.
1: I'll be here until the end of time. That's it would
0: what... be Tuesday, but I right. mean, we'll ride it out. You know,
1: oh, In this... Oh, let's hope we make it to 2021.
0: Honest to God, maybe that's why subconsciously I've just checked out because I'm like, we just we got Biden in the White House and that's all I can do. The rest I can't handle knowing.
2: Yep. It's
0: which I say, but then I still do keep up. But honestly, I'm tapering off. I mean, for the past week, I literally have. um. Not force myself, but I really have just been, like, reading books, reading articles, and trying to not watch the minute-to-minute what's going on, because yeah. it's, it's too ridiculous. I mean, like, I think I think it started when there was footage, actual footage of Rudy Giuliani bleeding tar or something. I don't know oh. what was happening. He was, like, melting or something on hate- camera.
1: Something. It either was either his hair dye, or
0: it's... Ugh. He's leaking. And I was like, you know what? No. I'm not doing this. I can't. I can't do this.
1: Yeah, at some point, I have to check out. Which maybe I do too often. Maybe I'm on the other side of the coin. Really? Or like It'll all be fine if I just ignore it.
0: then, <laughs> Sit quietly somewhere, biting our fingernails.
1: Right, because does either does either of us do us any good? Like worrying yes. about it constantly is just... yeah. But we should be aware enough to like, if they're like, "Hey, we we need you to vote," be like, oh, "Okay," and then you go over and vote.
0: Yeah, like, you know enough to know that it's direly important that you do that.
1: Yes. Or if they need something else. Like, if I tried it, I've been trying to donate more.
0: Yes, me too. That's so lovely.
1: And, like, I don't want to, like, I have enough means to. I'm not saying it's required. I don't want to guilt trip anyone, but. It is a nice thing to do.
0: Yeah, I feel like it gives you that sense of we're in this to look out for one another.
2: Yes. Because
1: it's all... In in theory, we shouldn't have to donate because everyone's needs would be met and we'd all be at a equitable playing field yes but we're not there yet
0: we are not there yet that is so true and you can see it so plainly with the virus and how people are just being so disproportionately affected
1: yes and it's it's a shame
0: and I think, to your point, if you do just a little bit, if everybody did a little bit to pay attention mm-hmm. and choose something that is close to your heart that strikes your heart, especially mm-hmm. food banks, I feel like right now, like you shouldn't be in America and not be able to have food,
1: yes i mean i I would say definitely volunteering at food banks is important, I know. Mm a lot of them can be overwhelmed with an excess of food and they just don't have enough people to sort through it.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Because sometimes it's like, they don't know if it's expired or what, but.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. So something to think about.
0: That is something to think about. That's a great thought. Because
1: Donating like... your time rather than.
0: Yeah. Money, but yeah, yeah, that's a really good point, too. Because right now, people are exhausted, healthcare workers are exhausted, anyone
2: mm-hmm.
0: on the front lines of food distribution or healthcare or home care, any of that. Definitely, that's a great point. I'm definitely gonna think about that harder instead of money. I just heard that fill abundance, which is. Somewhere that I always love to support. They were hacked into. Oh my gosh. And the hackers stole $1 million from Philabundance, which oh my God. is an organization that literally feeds children and, and homeless and low-income families in Philadelphia. And they do incredible work. And they can stretch a dollar to, like, four meals
1: my God, why? Why would anyone? That's just kicking them while they're down.
0: Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's that criminals take advantage of the chaos and the poverty, and they probably thought to themselves, "Hmm, I bet people are going to be donating to them." Yeah, right now this is awful. It's just there's so much awful in the world. There's so much awful.
2: There really is.
0: And it's like well, if you thought about all the awful, you wouldn't ever do anything. But
1: It's true. I that's what I do most days.
0: <laughs> it's just everywhere. It's just everywhere. I have been watching more like um I don't really get into a lot of the you know how people have like the shows that they watch.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I did watch the uh the Undoing.
1: Oh, what is? I never heard of it.
0: Okay, it's um, net. I think it's Netflix, and it is like a series, a murder, murder mystery series. Oh okay. Slash melodrama starring Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, I saw Twitter freaking out about the finale of the thing. So I was like, well, maybe I should get into this. It'll take my mind off of everything else. And it was a horrific murder. It was a horrific murder. Uh I would never have watched it. I mean, it was so disturbing. It
1: doesn't seem like your cup of tea.
0: No. Even John was like, I can't believe you're watching this. I can't believe you're watching this. (laughs) I'm like, just shut up.
1: There are those shows, though, where it's not your genre, but you can't look away.
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, yes. And technically, I did have to close my eyes a number of times because they have, you know. Oh. No, I'm sorry. It's HBO. It's not Netflix. It was HBO. So it was, like, released six episodes over six weeks, and I just binge-watched them all at once the other night. Okay. And... I, fi- I guess we finished it around, I don't know, 10 o'clock. My heart was in my mouth. Like, it was beating so fast I thought I was going to pass out. Really? <laughs> it was that, like, crazy at the end. And I never, like you said, I never watch stuff like that because it's it so affects me. Mm-hmm. But a weird thing happened where it was, like, cathartic. Like, I was so terrified and riveted and aghast. And then after it was over, I was like, oh, my God. But I can just, like, it was just a series. And now it's over. And I don't have to care anymore. Like, whereas all of 2020 kind of felt like that. like i was on the edge of my seat in fear and terror and shock but it was real and i couldn't turn it off and there was no getting away from it so this was actually felt good like just
1: that's a very good point
0: (laughs) thank you for understanding i'm like i'm not saying this right at all (laughs) but i was like this must be why some people love to watch horror films or cause I don't. I hate all of that stuff. It's it's too terrifying and the world's already terrifying. Mm. But it is cathartic.
1: I think I get that way too. I I do like horror films. Um, but specifically bad horror films <laughs> okay. because, because then like I absolutely hate like thrillers I saw uh The Invisible Man, the one that came out in the past couple of years.
0: Oh, I don't know this.
1: Um it's, it was really good. Uh Kate Moss was in it, I believe. I'm very bad Are at actors.
0: Kate Moss is a model. Wait. I think
1: M- Elizabeth I Moss.
0: I... <gasps> oh, I love her from Mad Men.
1: Yes. Again, very I bad at actor name. names.
0: That's okay. I, I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay, she's great. She's great. That would convince me to watch it.
1: Um, it is very anxiety-inducing, though. Like
0: She's an amazing actress. Like, she, I could see her being chilling.
1: It was an amazing film. Like, mm-hmm. As a screenwriter, it was great. I loved I loved how it was constructed. Okay. I loved like it was just it terrified me. It gave me wow. some anxiety.
0: Really? Oh wow.
1: So I like I watched it once and I was like, nope, never again.
0: <laughs> oh maybe I shouldn't watch it.
1: Yeah. But um
0: Is that like a Hitchcock film? Is it like a remake of an old film?
1: It was a remake of an old film. Or like a or like a reimagining rather.
0: Mm Okay. But
1: it was really good. You just have to have have a blanket close by or someone someone to hold on to. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay, I'll definitely Make sure that that happens yeah. i um,
1: but like if I watch like a saw movie where it's just like straight up gore and like yeah cheesiness, I'm fine with that
0: oh is that is it cheesy I think okay. it's cheesy
1: like if I guess if you're not used to horror films, it might yeah it would be scary. Because it is scary. There's, like, gore. <laughs> that's
2: oh,
1: That should be yeah. creepy. But I, yeah. after being, like, I've taken a horror movie class before. Oh, like, my God. That's... Yeah, so, like, I know all the beats and how they made it all. So I'm like, oh, that's fun how they did that. <laughs> <laughs> so it all it makes me feel like a sadist, but
0: <laughs> I never thought about that. Like when you are watching films, you're thinking about it from a whole different level than when I am watching a film because I don't have any of that background. Like
1: Yeah. You like can never you're... watch a movie the same way again after that.
0: Right. Like you were saying the way it's constructed. And I'm thinking to myself, I literally don't even know what that means.
1: Yeah. Because it's just... It's like seeding things throughout the story that all turn up in the ending.
0: Oh. And So do you come up with the ending first and then drop seeds or the other way around?
1: I feel... Yeah, I can usually do either the ending first or the beginning first. Like, okay. Or when I used to write essays, I would write, like, occasionally I'd write the conclusion before I wrote any other paragraph. Because really? I think the the essay structure is like Say you're going to say something in your first paragraph. Say it in your next three paragraphs. And then your last paragraph is say what you've said.
0: Yes. That's so fascinating that you're talking about essays because I just bought this book called The Art of the Personal Essay. Oh. Because I, that's so crazy that you just mentioned that because I... I'm seeing all of these essay collections coming out and there's so many amazing essay writers now. Hmm. I mean, there always has been, but I mean, they're kind of like making a comeback. If that makes any sense. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I,
1: I could see that. But, I'd be interested in reading some more of
2: those.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My definitely, my, um, go-to recommendation for you, which when I see you, I'll give you a copy of it if you would like. It's called Trick Mirror, because um, Gia Tolentino wrote... It's right here in front of me. Trick Mirror, Reflections on Self-Delusion. Oh. and Yeah, she's wild. She's absolutely a phenomenal writer for The New Yorker. She's, I want to say... 32 or 33 years old, and um, she just writes essays in a completely modern way about all sorts of modern culture topics, like, um, you know, being on social media and what that's doing to distort our sense of who we actually are. And how we're always looking at ourselves through a lens of how do we appear on social media. Wow. Yeah, she's a trip. And I think one of the essays is on, like, when she used to take, what was the rave drug?
1: I don't Um, know any of them. Hi, Mom, who's listening to this.
2: Oh, yeah. I I, I don't. (laughs)
1: Actually know any
0: race <laughs> drugs
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <me>. molly <laughs> ecstasy
0: yeah mdma or whatever i don't know um but in any event she just writes about growing up in a hardcore christian um environment in texas and like rebelling against that and then one of the other essays is about when she was on a reality tv show when she was like 15 or 16 oh wow uh, i think it was called boys versus girls or something but it was like this whole idea of like wanting to be on tv or to have like a an experience of being famous or acting in front of everybody else and having a persona and like being really um eccentric and flamboyant and i don't know uh so just really interesting so when you think about essays it's it's sort of being um revamped in a way, like yeah. it's not like it's not so academic and boring is what I'm trying to say
1: yeah which which I love I think that those are the kind of essays I would want to read as I don't know if yeah. teachers read read any of the essays I handed in. <laughs>
0: You don't know if they have read them.
1: I don't know how. Like,
0: oh. I had to write like a
1: book report. Why? What are? What am I putting in that they're reading? Because I write very. I feel like a lot of school assignments were very stream of consciousness. Okay. Like, yeah. I don't. I barely know half the stuff I write. Is that how you, do you feel like you, it just pours out of you? Or do you have to structure your wording more with the poetry?
0: Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, Definitely the... I definitely would say that I'm trying to, like, the essay, my curiosity with essays is that I would like to evolve into having a little bit more structure or, um, because I think, like, for sure, Lumine, mm-hmm. the poetic prose was dream of consciousness, very much so. Like, put it down, get it out, and then really minor revisions okay whereas I feel like an essay is you know and a lot of the stuff that I would write poetically would be um excuse me like feelings like we talked about before or image it like imagery was really important to me but the essay thing I'm curious about because it's like there's so much that I've written in the last say two or three months about cultural commentary and the political scene and so i feel like the essay is more you know if you have something you feel like you want to explore or say Hmm. in a in a i don't know if essay you know i guess you have to decide what is it that you want to do with your essay do you want to um make people think harder about something do you want to persuade them something do you want to just tell a personal story that has some sort of inspiration to it so it's more like you have to think about how you want the people to feel at the end or what you want them to do with it okay or what's the point you know what i mean like what's the point of talking about whatever specific subject you're going to talk about yeah. i haven't decided any of them yet but i'm just curious like what the structure of an essay is supposed to be
2: right well
1: you say what you're about to say you say it and then you say you've (laughs) said
0: (laughs) meanwhile i have like a 750 page book about (laughs) (laughs) the art of the essay i could have just called you see that should be my first go-to i
1: feel like that's why i can't sell books (laughs) because they'd be very (laughs) short
2: Out, they you, know you look it up on Google.
0: <laughs> There's nothing to be said for keeping it simple. In fact, I just wrote down what you said. I'm like, you say what you're going to say, you say it, and then you say it over <laughs> again. <laughs> Let's not complicate this. You're truly. Well, the book actually is um, essays from, like, Back in the Greek philosophical days, like Seneca and mm-hmm. and those guys, and those cats. <laughs> um, <laughs> until I think, the, I think the book might be from the '90s. So maybe like through the '90s. There's definitely some essayists that I have mad, incredible respect for. One of them, modern day for sure, is Roxane Gay.
2: Oh yeah, she-
0: like that woman can write. She can write.
1: Yeah i I mean, I only follow her on Twitter, but I've heard amazing things.
0: Yes, I'll give you her book too. It's called Bad Feminist. But I think also, like, what I would love to be able to say as a writer, like in the in the coming year, is that if you read an essay of mine, no matter what the topic was, you would know it was my voice.
2: Oh, that's good.
0: Is that a good goal? I feel like that's my goal. And the only way to do that, and the reason I'm probably interested in it, is because I would like to know what is my voice. Yeah. You know, separate from, like, for for so long at the beginning when you're starting out as a writer, you're just, like, almost trying to imitate other writers that you admire so much, which I think is natural to do, right? Yeah, I'd say so. But then it's like, what is it if it's just you and you're not, you know, imitating anyone else or even structuring yourself like someone else? What is it that you would do if it was just you and just your unique way of thinking about things?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's definitely something I I am trying to think back on and trying... And Mm. my current works.
0: Yeah, it's not so easy. Like, they're always like, be yourself. And you're like, dude, if I knew what that was, (laughs) I would.
1: (laughs) I'm like, who? Who is he?
0: Yeah, exactly. There was a, I I forget what book I was reading or where I came across this. But the question was, who are you to you? Like, who are you to yourself? And I'm like, oh, God, that's so existential. Like that's so philosophical, which I love digging into that stuff. But then it's also like, if you think too hard about it, sometimes you just got to start writing because if you think too hard about, you know, am I imitating or am I being authentic or not? Mm -hmm. You probably have to just write pages and pages before you can just break free of thinking about that.
2: Yeah.
1: I I feel that. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and that's not something I've ever done. Like, you've written screenplays, which is a lot of writing a story from start to finish. I've never done that, so I'm very curious about it.
1: Yeah, and I feel like from writing them, it's in the screen directions where I found my own writing style more. Like, through the dialogue, I... You're doing so many different voices, like you have to yeah. as each different character. Mm-hmm. And then, but in the screen direction, where it's like, Joe was walking to the store, or whatever, or Joe walks, right. walks to the door, you can find out how do you want him to walk to the door? Do you want him to... Mm-mm to slump over to the door or rush to the door.
0: Right. How does he, yes, yes, yes. Because that's part of his personality and his emotional state. And it's very visual. Yes. Like you're visualizing him, right? Doing. Mm
1: -hmm. I feel like that's something where I am not the best at visualizing it, but when i describe it i want people to know what they should get out of it yeah like when a director reads it if it's not me directing like are they going to get the same mood that i want joe yeah. to have
0: <laughs> the mood that's the piece the mood yes the mood And I feel like that there in the mood somewhere is your signature as an artist. Like, there have been, I would say, some of the most rewarding comments that I get on my writing is when people say, like, like, that they feel my mood that I create. Like, when they read my stuff, they're like, I knew it was you because of the mood like they'll say yeah something about like like the atmosphere that is created it's like you're you're feeling there like I feel like that's where your signature as an artist is yeah definitely yeah and I love that feeling and I love when I'm writing something and I can feel that I'm there like it's like yes this is it
1: yes definitely that that is a feeling that Mm -hmm. is that I have not had in a while. But is very good to have.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it's like what you're always chasing. I feel like. Like I feel like that's why.
1: Yeah. When you find it. That's.
0: Like, even...
1: That's gold. That's when you're like. Oh right. I am a writer.
0: Yes. And the crazy thing is. I don't know if this is how it is for you. But for me. The idea of writing is has always been and always seems to be exciting to me even if I feel like I'm shit at it or I didn't do it right or I didn't do it the best the idea of writing is has always yes
2: excited
1: me. I completely agree
0: <laughs> yeah yes okay so that's the thing it's like it's just in you to want to do it yeah I
1: have to remind myself that I do actually enjoy writing and that it isn't just a chore.
0: <laughs> why do you think it feels like a chore?
1: Um I think in some ways I'm too much of a perfectionist and other ways not enough of one.
0: Oh my gosh. That's and then
1: just I'm like, well if I'm going to write something it's not going to be any good, why bother? like Mm. that's how you get better at it
0: yeah I definitely feel you and I and this is something else I'm trying to I started doing a weird thing just this week and I've been avoiding doing it for probably two years now um Reading my old work because I really would love to put another book together, like another collection of this time, like flash fiction pieces. And I tend to be someone who is very comfortable with creating new stuff. I'm always (laughs) up for it. I'm always like, okay, what's the next thing I can write? But going over old stuff is absolutely...
1: I, yeah, I definitely feel that.
0: Okay. okay.
1: Because it's you're thinking like or at least for me I'm thinking like oh, why did I make that mistake? Or why didn't I do XYZ?
0: Yes. I'm nodding. <laughs> you can't see me but I'm nodding like furiously, because that's exactly it and I don't want to see it. Like I'm like I don't want to go back and see what I did (laughs) because I'm afraid like in the moment I'm just like yeah that felt pretty good that felt pretty good you know and I did it and I did my writing Mm -hmm. for the day and it's like oh god if I go back and look at it and it's terrible I'm gonna feel like I don't know how to write again because I think something terrible is good when i'm right and i don't know and the thing
1: or... is it's not even terrible it's just terrible because it's you criticizing yourself
0: mm. well you've you've heard of i'm sure right like these actors who are like i never watch myself on yeah. screen ever they make it. They make the movie, or they make the show, and then they're like, "I don't want to see any of it," because they know that they're going to be their worst critic. And I know that about myself too. But if I would like to put a book together, I have to go back and I have to sort out what to put in it and what's good enough. And can I? Not. Conf-
1: Sorry, then, can I make so- a confession right here? I have not oh, listened what? to a single episode of this podcast.
2: <laughs> oh I oh think
1: God. it's, in a way, freeing for me to just talk and not have to hear it again, but have it be out there <laughs> in the universe.
0: Okay. I, I understand that. I definitely listen to it once through because I have this feeling that I want to make sure that it recorded the whole <laughs> way through and nothing crazy stupid. This happened. is
1: why you're in charge of um, the account. <laughs> <laughs> I would just post, alright, not going to listen through it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm quality control. Um, I tend to have, well, I must say it has been so lovely to speak with you on these podcasts because your energy is so chill and, um, you know, like you just come across, I don't know how you are in your own mind, but you come across like you're just so curious and how it's going to be is going to be fine. Like, whereas that definitely tempers me because I tend to be someone who's like, but what about this? But what about that? Like and then I overdo I overthink and I over worry and I over plan hmm. and I can tend to suck my own joy out of things sometimes. And yeah. I just I I'm thankful for how much you balance that. It's
1: funny because I feel the same way about you. I think mm. I think we have a good dynamic here on our podcast. I mean, listeners, Instagram message us if, if we're wrong, but (laughs) I do, (laughs) I do think we have a good rapport and I think we are similar enough in that we're both creators and different enough in our subject matters and our upbringings and our backgrounds and all that, that we both bring something to the table.
0: Yes. It's a table is what yes. it is. And we bring <laughs> things to it.
1: <laughs> Perfectly. I couldn't have said it
2: better myself.
0: That was an <laughs> It was. We bring things to the table is what you just said. I thought I would bring that forward. You'd bring for that place.
1: to the table. And that,
0: right, and then we and that's the
1: what table. we will have brought to the table.
0: Right, and then we table <laughs> the conversation. <laughs> I agree, and I, I know you haven't um listen listened to, but <laughs> well, you don't have to because you made them. But I feel that um you you would be pleasantly surprised. We yes, do I think
1: I will one day. But it's going to have to be a, it's going to have to be a minute. Because I think, I feel like my views and opinions change every day. So like when I say, blah, 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 politics, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll listen back. I'll be like, what was I even saying there? That,
0: who was that Mark? (laughs) what was that about but I think that's a good point that you bring up is it's freeing in a way to just say you know what it's going to be what it is I'm going to have a blast chatting with my cousin and then it's going t- it's so space trash and then you just set it out exactly into the universe. exactly and then you were on to something.
1: And then we'll deal with we'll deal with the space trash problem when we come to it.
0: <laughs> it's maybe sooner than you think. Mm. And in conclusion, if we if we wow, it is it's eight o'clock already. Um we're coming up on the conclusion. Oh no, what did um, we say? <laughs> and I have, oh no oh no um i was oh i was going to say that i feel like it'll be in june when we're relaxing on our beach house rooftop Ooh, yeah. deck sharing some drinks staring up at the stars and we'll say to ourselves huh what did we have to say <laughs> Yeah, and then
1: we will binge listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. We will, binge And we will make listen. our friends and family do as well.
0: Everybody shut up. Our, listen,
1: listen, we're talking.
0: Listen, we're talking. <laughs> You're going to learn something. <laughs> but I think our opinions and views on culture will always evolve. And change, and I love talking about that stuff. But there's some things about creativity and like artistry that are just yeah, fundamental. Like, like there's some things about being right that are just yeah. they sort of grab Like out.
1: there are definitely through all our political nonsense and whatnots, we definitely have <laughs> nuggets of <laughs> solid information that you can take with you, viewers, free of
2: charge.
0: Nuggets.
2: Little oh. space
0: nuggets. I know, doesn't that sound so cute? Oh, I didn't write it down. I will I will add this to the show notes at the end when I publish our podcast. But did you know that there's a website where it's called, I forgot the website it's called, but it's an astronomy Oh, of the I deck. did not know this. And it, oh my gosh, literally every day they post a new picture from the Hubble Space okay. Telescope? Hubble <laughs> Space Satellite? I don't know, but it takes pictures of like whole galaxies and nebulas and spacey things. Wow. And they're beautiful. That
2: sounds
1: all, yeah. Send me that link.
0: I'm going to send you the link because it's so cool, and it's like the the website itself clearly was like established in like the eighties or nineties like it's old school website looking like it's Times New Roman writing, and it's like all jumbled together, but the photos are amazing, and the captions are written by actual
2: actual space people.
0: people <laughs> Space people! Astron- like, um, astronauts. astronauts!
1: That is the word. I like space people, though.
0: <laughs> They're space people, and they tell you, like, what you're looking at, and, like, what how old the stars are, and it's just really, really cool, and it makes you feel small, but in a way that's like, you know what? Maybe we should just forget all of our problems, yeah. because who cares?
1: But viewers still, like, Keep an eye on your problems. (laughs) Like if the oven's on fire, get get that sorted out.
0: (laughs) Get out of it. (laughs) That's a whole other set of problems, but for sure. Check on your friends and neighbors. And thank you for joining us for this episode. Is this I think is it this six is
1: or six. I thought it was five, but
0: it could.
2: But I also didn't listen to this podcast, I don't so know.
0: it's the <laughs> it's the fifth or sixth episode that you. They're
1: all have. episode one for me because they're all number one in That's my right. heart.
0: That's right. Or did we ever even start? Who's this to podcast? say? I don't know. You <laughs> viewers, let guest. us
1: know. I keep calling them viewers; they're listeners. <laughs> they're
2: seeing anything.
0: I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna. I, you're so gentle when you speak to them. I wasn't gonna make it for us.
1: Well, viewers.
0: <laughs> viewers. If we hope you enjoyed this brains. tour of space, inner space, outer yes. space, together space, and um, look for us <laughs> or listen for us in our next episode of Space Travel. You too, Allison. Night, um,
1: and our send off. I for-
2: I forget which comes first.
0: Yeah, to our viewers, to our viewers and listeners. Wash Stay your, safe. Wash your hands. Wear a
1: mask. We, we love, love you. Was that in there? We're gonna
0: wear a mask. Wear any Yes, mask a Batman mask. Right for you.
1: We're all for it. <laughs>
0: it's your yep. decision, and we love and we
1: you. It. All right, viewers. Take care.